0: Hey guys, what's up? My name is Justin and welcome to another episode of Random Not-So-Random Conversations. Alright, so wherever you are, I hope that you had or are you are having a great day today. If you're at the end of your day already or if you're still continuing. Um, today's episode is going to be a pretty interesting episode, but before we really jump into that, just a couple little housekeeping matters I want to get out of the way. right so i just want to bring to your attention guys that we are almost at the year mark for this podcast can you believe that already it feels like it was just the other day when this podcast started but time has just flown right by and in the beginning i had no idea how well the podcast would do or not do but you know that wasn't really the concern the concern has always been about you know having fun having the conversation and just getting it out there but with that being said there are some stats that come along with doing this episodes so when i do the episodes i actually get to see how many listens and the time and all that sort of data on the back end boring stuff for you guys but i just want to say that you know right now we're sitting at 700 listens overall just above just above 700 listens overall think about 705 right about now and you know that's pretty good that's pretty good if i had an aim for last year or the year that the podcast ran um, I would probably say that my goal was to have about maybe fifty listens per month or so. And I I probably hit that target. So that was like what? Wow, that would be equal to maybe six hundred listens overall or something like that. So we are just past that by a hundred, which is excellent. And seven hundred listens might not be that much for some people, but I'm pretty good. I'm pretty proud of at, at least getting it to that mark, you know. It's not exactly ridiculous and crazy, it didn't blew up or anything like that but it is pretty sweet man i must say and i'm just thankful for the i'm just thankful for all the support and the growth that the podcast has gone through throughout this entire year but you know i'm really grateful for the growth that is taken you know from starting off with the regular display pick and stuff and now we actually have a logo guys and you know we have a ig page we have you know interactions and stuff like that with with persons we get topics we get conversation going um it's, it's really been a whole it's really been a whole journey so far uh and i'm really enjoying it to be honest okay and with that being said and being out of the way let's get on to today's topic so today's topic that you can see from the title hmm, how's your parenting is actually kind of interesting this is actually an idea that I have for a little while now and I was rolling around in my head and I was trying to relate it to as much personal stuff that I could could recall and I was like you know how am I going to get out there how am I going to get this stuff down and then I realized I had so many different stories and so many different um, conversations I could have about this stuff but then I realized you know I'm not a parent so I'm gonna be talking about it from the aspect of the child and I'm obviously not a child right now either but i'm gonna just give you some flashbacks of when i was a kid growing up and you know some other interesting stuff that actually made me consider doing this episode so like i said i had this topic for a while now and it and the thought left me for a little bit and i was like "Mm, i really need to get by the energy really need to get by focus on this thing and it came back to me the other day when my girlfriend sent me a post on ig and (laughs) the post was kind of funny it was hilarious actually the post was actually by berry bomb bloggery i think that's what it's called on ig and what the post went on to say was just absolutely freaking hilarious i could not believe what it said i think that's what kind of spurred me into the direction of this topic today all right so on the post i'm looking at it on my phone right now and if you want to see the post you can actually just go to my ig page i'll make a reference there Right, so on the post it said, if FNM kids was an animal. So the animal that we have here is a quokka. I think I'm saying it right. I'm not 100% sure, but I think that's what it's called, a quokka. And a quokka is actually uh, kind of uh family relative to the kangaroo and the wallabies and stuff like that in Australia. And I believe it's found on the Rotness Island. I mean, yeah, I looked it up just a little bit. But anyways, that's not what we're here for. The thing said, the post said, fun fact, when a quokka is threatened, uh, sorry, a mother quokka is threatened by a predator, she will take her baby out of the pouch and throw it at the predator and run away. While the predator is eating the sacrifice baby, the mother will flee to safety. I shit you not, that's exactly what the post says. Yes, you heard right. This thing freaking takes its kid out of its pouch because like I said, it's relatively kangaroo and stuff and it has a pouch. Um, I think they call it what a macropod or something and they take it out of the pouch right and they freaking throw it at the predator now I don't know if they actually throw it at the predator but that's what the post says they throw it at the predator and then while well, the baby is just on the ground like you know freaking out the mother just flees like shh, bolts like gone with the wind like not even looking at you just booking it and I'm like what <laughs> you have got to be kidding me like like animals do this stuff I thought animals were all like you know protect their young and take care of their kids and stuff like that here is this thing that looks like a giant uh, fluffy rat I mean that might sound kind of gross and disgusting but it's actually really kind of cute it is literally actually cute I mean it is it's is just smiling its way it's literally just smiling all the time it looks like it has a permanent smile on its face judging from these photos i'm seeing here on my phone and it it, it's a cute little animal and it's is like it's shocking to see this animal get so dark to dump its kids to save its own life like could you imagine that though could you imagine if your parents just dumped you to save their own lives like just be like hey you know what um better better you than me kid yeah well guess what i can i actually can freaking relate to that not being in the case that i was a small little baby or anything that and i was thrown to the wilderness to escape predators or what's not but i mean i'm just saying i could literally relate to what happened to this poor baby quokka here from its mother quokka and i was like quokka such an interesting name quokka yeah but i have literally been thrown out there into the world from a parent to save themselves. Literally, I've been thrown out there towards a threat, a perceived threat by one of my parents to, as a defense mechanism so they can escape and I will just suffer the consequences. Yeah, yeah, it happened. So, here enters the story about my dad and a demon Doberman pincher across the street. Um, where we lived, and if you have to know, it was Florida. Yeah, this shit happens in Florida. Can't make that shit up, right? So I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to keep this as brief as possible. I'm not gonna get into too many details and stuff like that. If you want to hear the details, we could talk about it later on, but I'm just gonna keep it kind of short. So what happened was, the him was it was a nighttime. It was me, my brother, my dad. We were all home. My dad says, all right, you know, we gotta go outside and get a meal. I don't know why we gotta go and get a meal, and it was dark now if you know florida florida gets dark late so it had to be pretty late in the summer i should say it gets dark pretty late in the summer and it was probably like 10 o'clock and this dude wants to go and get the meal at 10. And i'm like all right cool it's whatever you could get the meal at whatever time buddy so we went outside me my brother my dad we all went outside to go to the mailbox mailbox we were just talking and stuff and across the street i just happened to notice something i was like the grass had antennas and I was like, why does the grass have antennas across the street by the neighbors? And my brother's like, nope, that's not antennas. Something weird is in the grass, but I don't know what it is. So we all decided, no, we were going to approach the grass just to see what's up. And lo and behold, rising out of the grass, like, I don't even know what to call it. It basically looked like a demon hellhound coming out of the grass, just ever getting taller and taller and taller still. And I was like, what the hell is this thing it hey, look it freaking hot antlers because if you know a Doberman pincher these ears are pointy and they're long they're just up in ears up in the ear especially when you crimp and cut them and stuff but whatever anyways so this thing is there standing up now i'm like oh my god what the f-? this thing is huge man and my dad is like yo what's that Was that I'm like, it's a dog. No, all of us, we we were, we were like, okay, you know what? Let's just not move too fast. It's not gonna freak out. Because the funny thing is, the mailbox was like on the other side of the street, biting neighbor's property in a sense. So we just had to just go over there get the mail and boat. But when that thing came out of the grass, it was like on um, full alert and ready to kill who and whatever was there. And it was just growling, snarling, and this look, this look. <laughs> This look was like, oh, yeah, boy, I'm going to eat y'all for dinner now because y'all are about to die. Somebody's going to get their ass bit. So, anyways, yeah, so my dad is like, all right, don't freak out, guys. Don't freak out. Don't move too fast. The dog approaches us nice and slowly and stuff, but it's kind of menacing and stuff because it's growling and snarling and snapping. It's not barking, but it's just snarling and snapping. And I'm like, damn. Okay, so my dad is like, okay, guys. And he's holding us, like, one on the right, one on the left. And he's like, Don't run. If you run, it's gonna entice it to run after you. And I don't know if it has an underground fence here. So the best thing we're gonna do, we're just gonna back up slowly, and we're all just gonna get back in the house. So we're backing up, we're going away slowly and stuff, and you know, we listening to my dad. And then this dog just like lunges forward just a little bit. At that point in time, you think that this man would have just been like, you know what, I'm gonna protect my kids. And kick at this dog, punch it, like throw a garbage can at it, some shit. No. Instead, this dude decided he was going to throw one of his kids at the dog. One of his kids being me. But good thing I was bigger than my dad. I mean, I'm literally taller than my dad. I'm bigger than my dad. So it's not like he was going to throw me far. I mean, adrenaline probably could have chucked me a little bit further. But he only got me a little bit in front of him and stuff. And i'm freaking out i'm like what the f man you just pushed me at a dog and as soon as i got chucked and we all started turning around a bolt, my dad is in the middle my brother's pretty much almost to the door i am now gaining speed passing my dad and he's holding on to me now telling me stop running boy stop running where the fuck you think you're going don't be running i told you don't run because if you run you can get snatched the dog's gonna get you come on man stop that shit." and i'm like Bruh, no, what are you talking about? You just chucked me to the dog. So now we get inside the house, we scrambled, you know, fumble at the door, everything that the neighbors come out and they're like, sorry about that, blah blah blah. Call the dog Zeus. Dog had a name that was just like fitting. He's a big ass motherfucker. He's this big dog. I'm like, shit, alright, cool. So you know what? We get inside say, house. Everything is blessed. <clears throat> My dad is like, you know what? Woo, that was that was interesting, man. And I was like, yeah, yeah, it was. Especially the part where you chucked me to the dog to get away from it. And he's like, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. I held you. I held you to pull you with me. But you slipped and you went forward. And I was like, you know what? you going to get inside. you good. You're a big fellow. You're going to get inside. you fast. Literally not what happened. But this man will deny this to this day. He has been denying it since that day until... No, I mean, I swear If you ask this man what happened that day, he's gonna tell you. Oh man, no, Justin, he he slipped and he went forward. I was actually trying to pull him back, but he slipped and went forward. He can say something stupidness like, you know, I try to I try to chuck him at the dog to save myself, but that wasn't the case. Me and my brother, both no. He, my brother, even was like, Daddy, you chuck Justin at the dog. He was like, I didn't, I didn't. Both y'all seeing shit y'all need y'all need to shut ass up and realize i was trying to save y'all sad thing is like when I think about it you know it's like my dad and and kevin hart's dad are basically along the same lines of things like they just do that shit they just say things they be cussing and and, you know to do anything almost then to save themselves and then pretend like you know it didn't happen you know especially like when kevin hart almost drowned and he was like you know almost lost you a day like my dad probably would have said that if i had got mauled and up at the hospital and everything and i got stitches and i got back home it'd been a long quiet drive home and then he'd be like Whew, you almost died a day boy <laughs> Whew, good thing that you know we got you to the hospital but yeah you can see i can relate to the quokka baby you know i was thrown out to the world as a defense mechanism to save the parent you know i the parent did not decide the child was worth enough to live you know the 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 parent was like you know what i am going to live so i could create another one of you maybe later on and yeah that's exactly what my dad did and that's exactly what the quokka does the quokka dumps its kid on the ground and rolls out and saves itself save hide man it saves its ass that's exactly what bad parenting is you know what? I actually just went and looked up this quokka thing, just because I've been saying it all the time, and it actually says here that a quokka a quokka actually gives birth just after twenty-seven days of mating and stuff like that. And if the Joey um, in the quokka doesn't actually survive, the quokka can give birth to another one shortly after because there are others. She has others in her womb. This woman has. This woman. Well, this this female has backup kids in her womb should tragedy befall the older jewelry that is there be oh my gosh are you serious this woman is like literally having like a a lab of clones just in case okay one of your kids dies no problem we're just gonna replace them today self like boom all right this one kid he didn't do too good today we're gonna replace him and the next five minutes when he's done like when this one is done baking we're gonna pop it out and we're gonna call it number two that was number one this is number two now so i kind of get it you know what i mean it's like save yourself because you have like a million other kids just lined up in storage just like you know on layaway in case like your main kid that you were raising for just a short little while um you know danger comes upon them and they they suffer a loss they take an l in life but it's literally quite sick because the thing literally says, I looked it up and it literally says that the quokka mothers expel their joys from their pouch, leaving them squealing on the ground. So it's not even a case of it It just fell and the predator was like, oh look, free lunch or whatever. It is crying out because you just chucked it out on the ground and it's just there like, oh my God, no, why you leave me? No, oh, come on, man. That is just some bad, bad parenting and the post goes on to say that it sounds harsh, but it's better than both mother and baby ending up as prey, I mean, I suppose, I get it, I get it, but that is just cruel and unusual, man, like, you just don't usually hear that stuff in the animal kingdom at all, I mean, you don't really hear that stuff in, in, in reality among people at all, well, I don't really know, I don't hear it too often, but, you know, it probably does happen clearly in my case I got lucky in other people's case it probably they probably weren't as lucky you know but yeah so like my thoughts they got a little bit deeper and deeper in this thing because I was like Animal Kingdom stuff man I was real hard into Nat Geo and all that stuff growing up I wanted to be a vet and everything and I was like you know this is really weird this is really odd this is like one of the first times I've ever heard of a, a, a parent in the Animal Kingdom just chucking out their kid to, to the predator, so it could just be eaten alive, and the parent could just get escaped and you know I got backup kids. This is literally the first time I've ever ever come across something like this, so it had me wondering like do these animals not like protect their kids like are animals supposed to like you know defend their young and stuff like that like like jeez, like I said, I watched Nat Geo, so I've seen other examples of this happening. Um, Not this, but I've seen other examples of where a parent uh, protects its young and stuff like For example, you see like a lioness. There was one time I saw a lioness protecting her cub I mean the cub had been like, I don't know Probably got its back legs or spine broken or whatever And it was just laying on there. Couldn't go anywhere Anything like that. this lioness stayed with this cub Until like it died. And even after it died It was just there like, you know, licking it Just trying to make sure it's okay. I mean it's dead but just trying to make sure everything is okay. And, you know, that, that was good parenting. That's ideally what you want to see going on. Not just you saying, all right, can die. Let me just fuck you over there to the hyenas and, and, and book it. And in a way, I could kind of relate to that whole lioness, um, staying with the cup scenario again. But not in the way that you would think. So that brings me on to another story time moment here. Alright, so again, keeping it real brief for you guys, so the synopsis of this story was, I was in Cub Scouts growing up, I was probably like maybe 7, 8 years old, somewhere around there like that, and we went camping at Cub Scouts, that's the star stuff that you do, now here in Barbados it's not like camping in the woods and all that stuff, because we don't exactly have woods, but it's camping outdoors and Sometimes indoors in certain facilities and stuff like that. Like if people have auditoriums, halls, schools, you camp at schools and then you go outside and do the outdoor activities out there and stuff. Anyways, long story short, I was at some sort of facility. We were probably in some sort of hall or auditorium, whatever it is. And we were camping in there, just like sleeping bags and you know, the roll up beds, that sort of stuff. And nothing fancy, no pillows or anything like that. Just literally just laying down on the soft cushiony um protective layer of whatever that was now i have really bad allergies and sinus problems and stuff like that so what happened was i ended up getting some sort of infection in my eye from all the dust and dirt or whatever that was on the ground and i've been rubbing my eye for about two days because it was like we were there for like maybe a week or something like that a week and some and it was about two days straight three days straight i was rubbing my eye coals in my eye it was getting kind of mucky and messed up and it was like swollen majority of the time and then only after like two three days the people started to get a little bit by, by the people i mean the persons in charge the pack leaders started to get a little bit concerned about what's going on with my eye and stuff because it was really swollen and it was really gooey and you know they they called my aunts because that's what i stayed with i stayed with my aunts and they called my aunts and they said well you know you gotta come for your kid because something's wrong with his eye okay so Fast forward, we are on our way to the doctor now, we are heading down to, I think it's FMH, yeah, we went FMH um, down here, and as a result, when we got there, the, the doctors were like, okay, what's up, and they looked at my eye, they were like, shh, this is messed up, this is kind of, this kind of icky and bad, but, you know, we're gonna get through this, man, you're gonna be fine, it's no big deal, you're gonna be alright, man, and I was like, okay, cool, so, you know, I wasn't too nervous or too afraid or anything, but, you know. Um, <laughs> the doctors weren't really giving me too much information because I was a child so obviously you might talk to adult a little bit differently so they talked to my aunt they let her know what's going on she was like, all right it's okay Justin you're gonna be fine I'm gonna stay right here with you through this entire process and then the doctor came back he explained to me so what really freaked me out was I had to get an injection in my eye I have no idea why I had to get an injection in my eye per se but it was like not necessarily in the eye but more like I guess yeah it was in the eye but at the back of the eye some weird thing they jerked it in the corner is it's all kinds of nasty and gross um but he was like you know what it's gonna be all right you you could just sit down it's not gonna feel any um horrible pain or anything it's just gonna feel weird um my aunt was like you know she's gonna sit on me the entire time while this happened and stuff and you know he's like all right just relax just bring down your um, blood pressure and stuff like that no need to con. no need to be concerned and stuff and then he was getting stuff to bring in the room and that is when everything just went south. nurse walks in with the tray uh, with the injection needle and stuff of that on it and my aunt sees it and my aunt looks at it from across the room and you could look from it you could look at it from across the room and it was like literally the top of a pen the top of a pen and i don't exactly mean the point where the ink comes out and stuff i mean like the little silver um part that screws on to the body of the pen it the the tip of that area up there not the point remember that i'm saying not the point of the pen that has any ink and stuff but just literally about that's sort our of size has to get like shoved into the corner the back of your eye and stuff so it could like rotate the eye or whatever and put some drops on it and whatever they need to do and i was like oh my god that's gonna be nasty it literally felt like it literally felt like you were being plugged into the matrix you know like when Neo got your thing jumped in the back of his head yeah it literally felt like that but the point is my aunt bucket my aunt rolled out of that room like flash she was gone she was like oh my god no i can't deal with it gone and the the daughter laughed The daughter was like you know Is this the same woman that says she's never gonna leave you and she's gonna hold your hand the entire time and everything's gonna be okay? I was like, yep, that is exactly that same person. And the doctor just laughed and he was like, all right, you know what? I'm getting the nurse. Nurse came, she sat down, she held my hand, we got through it. It was okay. My aunt came back in when when it was all over and she was like, see, that wasn't so bad whatever you know like you you're fine you're good nothing bad happened and i was like i don't want to hear you you left me you left me in my most vulnerable vulnerable moment here and she was like she was like no 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 i had to step outside something was wrong and i was like uh-huh i even thought her was like you left the child and he was afraid and alone and the nurse had to come and sit down with him and she was like honestly i couldn't sit down and deal with that because that needle was too big i thought it was going to be a regular in size needle but clearly that needle was an extra extra large needle so proof that your parents don't exactly sit down and protect you from things or they don't nurture and and comfort you through certain situations all the time much like you know the quokka again so some parents are literal quaka quokkas you know i'm gonna call my aunt that from now on actually i'm gonna call her quokka so so far we got we got parents that, like, dump their kids and, and, and chuck them out to the wilderness to just be eaten alive. And then we got parents that just sat there and didn't nurture and, 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 and help their kids through some um, uncomfortable situations and stuff like that, man. Yeah, that's that's just how the animal world and how the human world collides. And, you know, we're all quite similar, I guess. But you know what, I think there's at least one more thing, one more thing that we could both relate to the animals and the humans alike when it comes to um, bad parenting and stuff like that. I mean, one thing that I do remember that jumps out to me from my childhood um, is is being left behind. And I've seen that in the animal, Animal Kingdom as well on Nat Geo and some other shows and stuff like that. The little baby animals they're always like left behind you know what i mean the kids are always not always but the kids are sometimes left behind like you see zebra you see gazelle you see wildebeest you see maybe even some instances um some other animals i can't remember right now but definitely i remember those two for sure zebras and wildebeest some of their animals are left behind some of their kids are left behind like they'll be walking all in a massive herd and stuff like that and then tutus the kid will be lost somewhere amongst the other wildebeest and the other zebra um, for that big serengeti crossing and thing and next thing you know you're looking for your kid and your kid can't be found and you in a whole frenzy just trying to get to the other side and lo and behold that kid is going to be eaten by alligator snatch just trying to cross the river and any the other situation is going to be snatched by a lion Snatched by whatever else is out there because you weren't paying attention to the kid <laughs> all the time you just like you know what the kid is fine we got a whole bunch of people around us it's all good I I oh I would never forget my kid. Never ever ever forget my kid. Lies. Thing. Same thing goes for adults. Same thing goes for humans. We forget kids all the time, and I can relate because my aunt has forgotten me on multiple occasions. Uh, when it was when it was younger as well. Probably in that same six to nine, and even a little bit older than that, like you know, ten, eleven. Um, sort of age range. And we see memes and stuff like that about that sort of thing happening all the time. It's always like, you know, a parent is like, you know, I got to go to the supermarket. I've gone to the laundry cleaner. I've gone to the laundromat. I've gone to um, this place and that place. I've gone to collect food, you know. And then I'm on my way home. And it's like, you're a minute out from home. And you got a phone call. And you're like, okay, so what y'all guys doing or whatever? And you're, you're, and you're like, you guys? And I'm like, damn, I forgot to pick a damn kid. You understand? And it's like it's always like a hilarious kind of clip or a meme or something like that that people do um to emphasize when they forget to pick up their kids from wherever it was, like whether it's practice, whether it's school, whether it's even like you went into the supermarket with a kid and you forgot that you went into the supermarket with your child and boom you left them there at Walmart. That's messed up. That is messed up. But it happens. It happens and the animals do it too. The animals clearly say, oh, I thought you were with me the entire time when we were crossing this Serengeti thing. I didn't know that you were still over there in that pasture where we all just stopped to, you know, take a little break and graze. How you feel a zebra um, feels going home to, to the female zebra and be like, hey, um, yeah, babe, I think I forgot the kid over there in that pasture and I don't know where they are right now. You dead. You dead. You probably can get pelt out like a quaka." But like I said, we adults, we humans, we do that stuff too, man. My aunt has literally forgotten me at school. I mean, I was in primary school as a small kid and I was left at school till maybe six o'clock where they were probably going to call the police to come and pick me up because no one came to pick me up. I was one of the last three students left at the school and they usually just write your name in a book, call the police, take you down to the station and call your parents to come and pick you up from there. And my aunt was like, so shame she was not ready for that sort of stuff but she only remembered that i wasn't home when one of my other aunts was like what is justin just in his room and not coming outside to eat and she was like justin's in his room ever since and blah 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 and then she was like oh crap no he's not i forgot him at school and just one other short story that that happened well we were at church and this lady this lady was at church i was standing up next to her we were talking i mean my aunt when i say this lady we were talking she was talking to other people and stuff she said all right justin it's time to go home i'm gonna get the car i'm gonna pass i'm gonna collect you from the car park okay and i said she was like stay right here and i stood right there and that car drove past me through the exit And I looked through the entrance and I saw the car driving, going down the highway. And I was like, my aunt just left me. She told me stay right here because she was bringing the car to pick me up. But she left me and my aunt drove and drove till she got home. And then I was still standing there just waiting. And people were like, you know, your aunt left. I was like, well, she told me wait here till she come and pick me up. So I'm going to wait here till she come and pick me up. And then when I looked around, I saw the car coming back through the entrance and she was coming to pick me up. You know, my aunt was laughing and keeping a lot of noise, like, you know, being all hilarious about it. And she was like, Boy, I thought you were in the car. And then I, lo- and I was talking to you the entire time that I was driving going home. I thought I was talking to you the entire time going home. My aunt was talking to two cakes or two sweetbreads in the back seat the entire time. And she was wondering, Why Justin being so quiet? Why he ain't saying anything back to me? look back and see two packages just sitting down there wrapped up two loaves of bread wrapped up um in a bag and she was like oh crap i don't have the child <laughs> so you know it happens it happens see like you know you, you forget your kids that's that's just probably gonna be a part of life i'll probably forget my kids if i have kids you know that's just gonna be a part of life and they're gonna have to accept that you know sometimes your dad is gonna forget you sometimes he might throw you out there to the predators out there to save himself you know that's what that's what we do bad parenting all right guys so i guess that's pretty much it for today's episode i hope it was as informative for you guys as it was for me learning about these quakers and how badly they are as parents and then um figuring out how um, sucky some of our parents can be as well i mean don't get us wrong we love our parents we we accept that they have their flaws and they've done some stuff um, like this, or maybe worse, who knows, whatever, maybe they forgot to feed you, maybe they forgot to pick you up from um, school, or wherever it was, but, you know, these things will happen, and we are better, I guess-ish, because of it, you know, all right, guys, with all, with all that being said, I hope you enjoyed the episode, and remember to go on the IG page, check out the post, check out the other posts that they have on their page, the berry bomb bloggery folks, I guess that's what it is. You can check it out on IG. I don't know. I can't remember it right now. I had it written down here somewhere, but you can go and check them out and see if they have any more good content that you might be interested in as well. It's good for the laugh. You know, what I mean a little humor in these trying times is good for you. So thank you guys for listening. And if you do enjoy it, please share it with your friends, share it with your family, get everyone else to come on and listen. We want to get these listens up. I hit a new target for next year for sure as we approach the year anniversary of the podcast so until next time guys just take it easy have fun and be random